All right, welcome back to the evening tea today. Uh, well, it's me, your host, Zachary Bear. And uh, today I have with me my good friend, Kevin. Hello, Kevin, how are you? Hey, how you doing, Zach? I'm doing all right. And then as always, my trusty Steve Corbin, hello. Hello, I'm here safe, far away from you. <laughs> right. I'm sure no, I gotta worry about all those bedside germs is what it is. <laughs> right. So uh yeah, uh how's everybody been doing during this whole quarantine bullshit? Uh, you know, just trying to stay healthy. Had the new baby come on May the fourth and uh we're just staying away from everybody, spending time with the new little one. Oh, uh, how gross. <laughs> She's beautiful. What'd you, did you guys name her? What'd you guys name it yet? Uh, her name is Charlie. Charlie, huh? Yeah. Yeah, Charlie. that's that's cute. I know I've seen pictures of it. Of her. <laughs> of it. I keep calling it. In <laughs> right. Of it. <laughs> no, it's a little too great now. She doesn't have a personality yet. Oh, uh, yeah. Does she, who does yeah. she look more like, do you think? Uh, definitely me. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, Corbin, like did me. you know he had a baby? I heard. I heard. May the 4th. Yeah. May the May 4th yes, be with her. the best day. No. May the 4th be with you. <laughs> what was it? What was it, Corbin, you said about May the 5th, though? Return of the 5th. Right. Yeah, so he's done that one too. Right. So, you know, I'm glad we got her on May the 4th. Everybody told us to name her Leia, but we decided not to go with the Leia. I was more of a Chewbacca, but Jordan squashed that pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Right. So, so, tell us about yourself, Kevin. Like, what do you tell? Tell the viewers what you do. Like, what's your job? Are you essential? Are you an essential employee? I am an essential employee. So I work for a restoration company. It's a nationwide company. Um, just because I didn't get permissions, we're not going to bring up their name in this this time. But uh, I do I do um, anything from cleaning up uh, mold, fires, asbestos. We've been doing disinfecting for COVID-19 going in and spraying and wiping down um, any doorways, hallways, all of that. Uh, and I do do uh, trauma cleanup as well. So I clean up uh, the worst of the worst. And usually uh, it's not too fun. <laughs> right. When you say, so with the, with the COVID cleanup, um, how do they... How do they prepare you guys for that? Like, is it like an actual confirmed case that somebody had COVID at the place you're going to clean up? Or uh, well, they... It just depends. Some um, some are just doing precautionary, some and just wanting their place de uh, disinfected with no confirmed cases at all. They're just trying to be prepared and you know keep working or have people going through their hallways at apartment complexes. Um, and then there is some that uh, there has been confirmed cases and whether it's confirmed or just a precautionary, we just we handle it the same way. 
um, going into it. So we keep uh, our family safe and then our, our co-workers safe as well. So it all just depends. But whether it's just, you know, precautionary or for real, we'll, we'll, we'll treat it as the same so that we're safe and we make sure that the people that live there or the people that are working there are safe as well. Uh, okay, that's cool. Um, so when you mention that you do trauma cleanup, what does that entail? Uh, there's a lot with that one. So we can either go in if you vomited somewhere and um, you just need us to clean that up. We can take care of that. If you cut yourself um, and get blood on the carpet or a good amount of blood on, on any area, we can come in and clean that. Um, also, it comes in with uh, natural deaths, unattended deaths. Somebody passed away from natural causes or unnatural causes. And um, they've been in the house for um a time being then we take care of that we also do um, murders uh, and we do suicides so anything pretty much with bodily functions that um, you can't get out or fluids bodily fluids decay poop urine blood um, we go through and we clean that up as well you're the guy in pulp fiction that comes by to uh uh yes <laughs> comes by to clean up the guy from the car Yes, yes, uh, definitely, and it really is. I just uh, did one the other week. Um, it was a suicide, and and it was in a bathroom, and it was the amount of blood in in that one little area was just uh, it was insane. It took just it took four hours to clean up the blood alone. You know, sitting there before I had to take the drywall and cut out all of that. But even before I could even start cutting the drywall, there was just so much in there that we had to sit there and I had to make sure the bathroom was spotless before I could even start cutting because there was just an insane amount. So, with everybody being quarantined, you know how. People are going a little bit crazy. Like, have you guys been busy with that kind of cleanup versus anything else? Or is it kind of just neutral or the same? You know, what's going on with it is, you know, when it first happened, at first everybody, of course, was joking about it. And then I got a little bit more serious. And then my company ended up buying lots of disinfectant products, lots of um respirators and n95s and gloves because you know we're seeing videos from china and, and uh, other countries and they're they're going through and spraying down everything and outside in the streets spraying everything and um really here here in utah it has been maybe i think we've done about 10 of them as a company um, since this all started a few months ago. Um, so I'm, I'm seeing it and, you know, the scare happened and it was, you know, I was on board. I just had a new, uh, uh, you know, a new baby. And so it was very scary, but um, as we're seeing, there's, there's not a lot. And now we're worried about, we just spent tens of thousands of dollars on, on some disinfecting chemicals and uh, we're not even going to be using them as much as we thought we were. <laughs> 
Oh, I see. So, um, when you're doing these, when you're doing the COVID cleanups, um, I'm I'm pretty sure that you're, I mean, your company already has like hazmat suits for like when you have to go clean up. I'm sure bodily fluids, but what is it like? Is it the same kind of hazmat suit that you're using to clean up COVID, or is it a little bit different? No, it's actually the same because when I deal with bodily fluids, I'm gonna want. Uh, the best Tyvek suit that they have and it's going to be um liquid proof oil proof it's going to cover my feet um and then i'm going to be when i put my gloves on i'll double glove but i'll tape around my glove as well so nothing get in there and then if i have boots on the outside i'll tape those up the zipper i'll tape up as well and then when I put my full face respirator on, I'll have another guy come through and I'll put it on and he'll actually tape around it. And we, we go to those measures because, um, one, we just don't want anything on us. That's the biggest thing. And with the COVID, it's the biggest thing is touching your face and, and all and all your holes on your face. <laughs> you know, in the training we did for cleanup, they just said cover your holes and your ears, nose, and mouth. So we, we treat it the same as if I was going in and, and cleaning up one of those murders or suicides or any, any bodily functions because with blood, I can get a lot of different diseases through blood, you know? So COVID is a big deal right now, but when I'm doing these cleanups, there's a lot more dangerous diseases that I can get from the blood alone. So we treat them the same and we make sure that we are suited up to the max, taped off and, and making sure that we're all wearing the proper stuff. There is other Tyvek suits that uh, my company sent me and they're, they're see-through. There's little holes all the way through them. So it, would, it wouldn't definitely work. So when we do this, we got to make sure to have the best Tyvek suits that they have so we can cover our feet, our head, and then they suck being in because they get super hot. But we got to make sure we have the ones with no, no holes going throughout as well. Okay. Well, I know... Corbin has kind of secluded himself in quarantine, and I don't know. I don't know. For me, I just we really haven't really quarantined ourselves, and we still ain't gotten sick. So, right, and, and you know, and I've seen it too. And I, I'm out there. I'm out in, in in units and places, and I was just at the hospital um, having the baby on May the fourth. We were there for two days, and and uh, there's nothing. There's 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 nobody at the hospital. Nobody. Everybody's too scared to go to the hospital, and you know, unless it's a really really big emergency. But you go in, and and everybody's in masks, but there's really nobody there. <laughs> well, they've canceled all. They've canceled uh, all elective surgeries. So I think that's a big reason for it and actually the the hospital we were at the, their elective surgeries are good to go that hospital we were actually at uh, davis county and um they uh, we were able to have uh, normal visitors for the baby and um two people in the delivery room as, as well so that hospital is not as locked down but i do know that the uh, hospitals in, in the valley salt lake valley they have 
cases of COVID. That hospital, they have zero patients with COVID in it, which was very comforting having a baby there. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, for me, I mean, it's just like we, me and uh, my roommate, Ray, we were, uh, I was on Twitter, I think it was Twitter, um, and there was a story that I saw, and it was like, gay porn star is slammed for having a party during the COVID quarantine or whatever the fuck it was. So I started reading about it, and <laughs> Ray is like, oh, well, fucking, we we haven't done that. We'll party it, so, so what about it? <laughs> right, and you see other states that are getting crazy, giving people tickets, and, you know, I think uh, with the COVID-19, it, it, it's here to stay. There's nothing we're going to do. I expect to shut us down every year when the COVID season comes into play. Well, the you idea know, is it, that it, it, it's here. It's in the, it's in the, it's in the environment, and it's not going. The idea is that it doesn't have to be seasonal. Um, if we if we do a good job of, of isolating and stopping the spread now, um, well, actually, it's a little bit late now because people keep uh, people keep taking it uh, not seriously enough. But if uh, if we could stay home and stop the reproduction rate, we could actually make it so that no one else gets it. Because the idea is. If there's a thousand people that have it and those thousand people go run out in, into the world and they, they spread it, right? It gets very hard to contain. But if we get if we can get it down to the point where in in a certain community, only 10 people have it, right? If we isolate those 10 people, let everyone else go back and we test people who are going back and people come in contact with those 10 people, as we find cases, we can just isolate individuals instead of isolating everybody. And, uh, and and that's kind of the goal. It's to isolate individuals who get sick, like we do with pretty much every other disease. Um, but uh, with how fast it spreads and how it spreads uh, without symptoms for so long, that's why we're isolating everybody and making everybody kind of stay home. Wow. Yeah. It sucks, though. It I'm just going to keep moving. It really does. And I I understand that. And I know the curve we can go down. And I know, I believe, uh, it might have been the bird flu where uh, I believe it was Illinois. They shut down for a minute and then they opened everything and then they started to peak again. And then they shut down again and they're actually able to level that curve. So I definitely see see what you're talking about because I did see um, some stuff on, on that on a different pandemic that they had and it actually worked. Yeah. Yeah, this whole, you know, 2020 has just been a shitty year for I think a, a lot of people. Uh, everybody (laughs) it's literally it just seems like 2020 every time you get onto facebook or twitter or snapchat or something there's always something going on you know i mean i've had a rough past four months and you know and then recently just what was it last week but fucking one of my friends was shot and killed i mean in colorado yeah okay yeah and so that's just that's also added to my stress i mean it's just it's just it seems like 2020 you just can't get away from all the bullshit <laughs> no matter what no matter what where are you going i was in west valley and 
and we had those earthquakes and we felt all hundred plus aftershocks and other people are like, oh, I only felt two or three and they're just living in Murray area. But in West Valley, we have felt all of them. So after that, after we had my big, we had that great birthday party. Four days later, have this huge earthquake. And then that Friday, we go to lockdown. <laughs> and so we're locked in our house and it was every day. You'd get about 12 hours and you'd start to finally calm down and get the anxiety away. And then woo, 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 the house just starts to shake and rumble again. We all jump up and we're ready to run outside because some, some were to sway the couch, nothing. Others start shaking everything, get your anxiety going. And, it, you know, it's just been everywhere. If it's not that, it's metal food. And, and it's just been everywhere in the world. <laughs> Oh yeah, it just and it just seems like I mean, the beginning of 2020 wasn't really that horrible. I mean, yeah, I did have a really good friend of mine. I think she passed away in late January or early February, so that started it for me. And then we had your birthday party. Nothing happened in between her her passing and then your birthday party. Right. And then all of a sudden like fucking couple of days later that really horrible thing happened to me and then a couple of days after that the earthquake and i felt that that initial earthquake yeah big one yeah yeah because it woke me up out of my sleep and at first for a second to me it sounded like when you put too many clothes in a laundry or in the washer and it like off balances and it starts mm -hmm. rattling and shaking the whole house yeah that's what it sounded like to me as i was waking up as it was waking me up and then i felt my bed moving and i felt the could hear the walls moving and i just immediately realized what it was and jumped out of bed and was like oh my god that's a fucking earthquake <laughs> right and, uh, i uh i was sleeping on the floor because i drank a little bit too much the night before and it, it sounded like a sonic boom actually at our house because we were we were two miles away from the epicenter and so literally i was on the i was laying on the ground and it just boom just a huge boom and i jumped up and i knew something was going on it was a bomb there was something going on i jumped over my wife to cover her she wakes up what are you doing and i scream earthquake and she thought i was messing with her for a second and then when we came out of the room all of our cupboards were open all of our glasses were broke on the ground there was so much glass the fridge shook open all that stuff in the fridge shook out. So that first initial one did a lot of damage to our glasses and things like that at the house. Uh, yeah, see, I know I remember Jordan sending out pictures and just seeing all your guys' cupboards open and just shit everywhere. It was a mess. It took, took days to sit there and keep sweet. We just kept finding glass everywhere. It was it was ridiculous, but no, everything's good. But even after we got everything clean, we were still getting four point ones, um, two sixes. Those ones weren't bad, but there's a couple. There's quite a few four point ones that they start to shake, and in the house you hear the walls and everything start to shake, and you jump up because it shakes a little bit longer than that two point six, and you're like, oh no, here's a big one coming, and everybody's jumping up. I know Jordan had me sleeping in a car um, next to the front door for, for, I think, almost a week after the first big one happened. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, and then we'd get aftershocks. We'd move into the room. We'd sleep in the room for a night. We were good. And then that morning or that evening when we were eating dinner, another big one would happen, and we'd move our stuff back downstairs and sleep next to the door. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's so crazy. And, you know, it's it's scary because after that first initial one happened to you, there's all those people that were just like, their warning system should be better. And I was like, uh, you do understand this is a fucking <laughs> earthquake, right? Like, there's no predicting when this is going to happen. It's just going to happen. <laughs> we can't slow the curve on the spread of earthquakes, people. <laughs> yeah, like, we can we can predict when a hurricane is coming or when a tornado is going to happen, but you can't predict a fucking earthquake. <laughs> yeah, no, and that's what, uh, really, my dad... Uh, he he's not a Facebook person at all. You never see him on Facebook, but you could tell he was he did not like those earthquakes either, because he was the first person on Facebook and was on Facebook for days just just reporting on each event. And really, the guy he has been on Facebook since then. But uh, yeah, it put him on edge, and he was on Facebook, and he's like, I I ain't scared of the corona. He's like, I'm older. He's like. I don't like these earthquakes. I just, I can't control it. They come whenever they want. And he, I, he's, I hate the earthquakes. He's like, I ain't even worried about the corona right now because these earthquakes are just driving me nuts. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it was, it was crazy. And then luckily with Corbin, he was traveling. And during that whole travel ban, I was like, Oh my gosh, Corbin, are you back in the United States yet? Because I just heard they stopped all travel from from Europe. <laughs> uh, where, where, where where did you go, Corbin? Uh, I was in France. Oh, nice. So, did yeah, you just so, barely get out before they locked it down? Uh, yeah. So, I got to France. Um, I got to France. Uh, was it the day? Or I think there was like four hundred cases when I first got there. They hadn't done any bans on anything yet. Um, all gatherings were open, all public places were open about the last week I was there is when they started to get like a big ramp up of cases. And that's when they started to ban like mass gatherings. And, uh, I think it was like two days before it was supposed to, before I was supposed to leave, they shut the borders. So I had to leave two days early to get home. <laughs> Time to get out. Yeah, I, you know, I had a buddy, I had a, one of my coworkers that was actually uh, in Italy uh, in February, and he barely made it out himself um, when all that started happening in Italy, so he was pretty lucky to get out as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of people, but yeah, it was just, I'm just ready to... I'm ready for things to, I mean, it's not ever going to be completely normal, but I'm just ready for them to, I'm just ready for things to start getting back to that point of normalcy. You know what I mean? The new normal that it's going to be. I mean, you know, the only thing I can really say that I miss about the quarantine is the COVID traffic. There was no traffic out. I mean, it was wonderful. (laughs) Yeah, I'm driving everywhere and it was, it was beautiful. There was and then all of a sudden, all the essential non-essentials come out, and there's I've seen accidents like crazy, <laughs> and, and things like that. So no, it was traffic was was nice. 
Yeah, so that I think like the, over the last week is when I've noticed all the traffic starting to come back, and I was just like, I do not like this one bit. <laughs> right? No, it really was. It was like, yeah, this is like a small retirement town, and it's only old people on the roads. Well, and even like with me, like I've been working from home since uh, St. Patrick's Day. The day of St. Patrick's Day is when they sent us home. Um, to work from home and until further notice. And so I've been working from home from March 17th and they told <laughs> us that we're probably not going to be back in the office until the end of June. Oh, wow. But my company, the way that they're doing it, uh, because my company Optum is owned by United Health Group. And so the way that United Health Group has decided to organize the way that we come back to the office is all of the senior leadership will come back first and then they're going to start bringing in all of the supervisors and like the team leads and stuff they'll be in there for a couple of weeks and then they're going to slowly start bringing back in all of the rest of like the people who take phone calls my team which we do the emails and so they're going to start slowly bringing us all back in after leadership has already been in there yeah, no, that's super good that they do that. And I'm, you know, I'm super happy that uh, some people were actually able to have that option to, you know, go home and work and do that. Because I know my mom, she works from home and they actually, uh, she works for a hospital and uh, they actually cut her until May 15th is when they're going to reevaluate to see if she can begin work again. But she works from home as well for a hospital. <laughs> So it's, you know, people that have been able to, to keep working, you know, it's super, you know, I'm, I'm very happy that there's people that, you know, they didn't lose everything. And I know that some people have during this, this um, time where I know bar owners that they had to shut all their doors and, you know, they had stuff ready for, um, uh, corned beef and cabbage for their bar and, uh, they had to shut down right before that happened. Uh, they had food and this, and they were calling employees, and they were giving the employees some of the vegetables and trying to help them out that way um, because they had to completely shut down and, you know, try to get through this super hard time. So it's super good that some people are able to work because I know other people that, you know, do have done extremely well, but now, with everything they've owned the bar and now they're pinching and hoping to get through this this hump. Yeah, one good thing I I can say about, you know, my job is that it's I mean, I work for the healthcare industry. I I I work for Optum, but we are owned by United Health Group, which is owned which owns United Healthcare. And so we deal with people's HSAs. We deal with people who are going to the doctor during this time and 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 they need us, you know what I mean? So they, it's just I'm lucky that I was able to still have a job and and was able to still make money and not have to worry about being laid off or, uh, you know what I mean, or furloughed for any reason. Like my mom was furloughed and so they're gonna bring her back in sometime in June, I think she said. And so it's it's been a good thing to be able to still at least. Uh, be able to be making my money right you know at the same time it's it, it has been nice uh, usually with my work if 
around this time it is just we go and we go and we go and and it's late nights and early mornings and so with this it has given us you know and my guys time to hang out a little bit more with their families and things like that so I do enjoy it a little bit but I know once everything starts getting back to some type of normalcy that will be getting super crazy busy again but it has been nice to at least you know, spend time with the family, especially with the new baby right now and, and things like that. But at the same time, it's getting old. <laughs> I got I, I just got my little girl and she has been locked down with her mom. Uh, only her stepdad goes to the store because he's working. So they've been in the house since March 17th, 16th. And she was dying to get out here with us i haven't seen her this whole time so she got to come out and see her sister and it's been super great but i know they she was dying i asked her friday or thursday night and we we're being induced on on monday the fourth and she packed her bags that night and was was waiting for us to come and get her so she could get out of the house finally <laughs> Yeah, I bet. I fucking, I, it's like I tell my supervisor, I was just like, I, I literally am going nuts. Like, I have, <clears throat> today's Friday, I have this weekend, Saturday and Sunday off, because I have weekends off anyways, and then I'm going back to work Monday, the 11th, and then I'm off from the 12th until the 19th. So I don't go back to work until I'm off all next week, and then I don't go back until the, the following Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, yeah, it's... But it's also my birthday week. Like, the reason why I was taking that whole week off was because I was originally supposed to go to Nashville. I was supposed to go to Nashville. I was supposed to meet up with a friend there. We were going to fucking go do all of this shit that... I wanted to be able to see Nashville and with everything that's still only barely opening or things that aren't opening, it's just, and I still from, from other people that I know that live in Nashville, they're saying that it's still like a quarantine zone. Like they're not depending on, I guess the state, they're not opening some things. So I don't want to go see Nashville if I can't see Nashville in its entirety. You know what I mean? You can see it from your hotel window. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Just... and Jordan looked at flights when it kind of all started. She's like, "We can go to Nashville for like eleven bucks." What are you gonna do in Nashville with your eleven dollar ticket once you get there? Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> quarantine. Exactly. There's nothing you can do. So your eleven dollar ticket might be awesome if you want to go stay in a hotel room. Um, for your whole trip. Sorry. Yeah, and then I thought about, you know, going to Colorado, <clears throat> and then my friends that are out there, they were like, look, well, you can come out here, but nothing is open, and there's a 5 o'clock p.m. curfew. Like, if you get pulled over by the cop and you don't have an essential letter, they will either take you to jail or give you a ticket. Yeah, and I know my my uh, CEO, he was driving around the country because he was in Florida when they got locked down. That's where he lived, but he wasn't there, and he didn't want to take anything back to his wife. So he's actually drove to each base across the nation 
with his with his slip because if he got caught without it some states the national guard would take him back to florida and he'd be in a lot of trouble so uh you know without that slip i know some states are more you need it you know and i have one but uh it hasn't gotten to that point in utah yet but i know some some states even are um they're just super crazy about it and they're checking and you will get in trouble if you do if you do not have it. Yes, yeah. You know, it, this whole thing has just just been crazy. I'm <laughs> just I'm ready. I'm ready for it to be over. I'm done. I'm tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And even even my you know, my boss is uh, that uh pretty straight narrow guy would get into uh conspiracy theories he's actually talking about conspiracy theories about how long it's taking and all all of this oh now i got the hiccups okay sorry i'm trying to get rid of them <laughs> <laughs> holding my breath <laughs> but no yeah my my boss he started sending stuff about uh conspiracy theories to me and he's the last the last person i would think that that would be going into conspiracy theories <laughs> god damn it <laughs> uh yeah uh are trying to link conspiracy uh, conspiracies to this and you know i mean some of it is some of it is just so far-fetched but then some of it is just like why like there has to be a reason for this there's always some crazy shit that happens during an election year um <laughs> this might be it <laughs> right no definitely uh can see that as well um on it because last last election was just cr crazy but now the pandemic happens it's making it a little bit more different and not as crazy as last time but you never know it could just be a real pandemic and people are just finding a, a reason for it to be happening when really it's there was a sickness going around and we got to be safe do i know that for sure not at all do I think some type of conspiracy may be happening? A little bit, but won't know until a few years later when everything actually comes out. <laughs> I got the hiccups like crazy right now. <laughs> uh, what about you, Corbin? Have you been able to see your parents at all or anything, or do you just FaceTime? We do a, a video chat. <clears throat> Sorry, we do a video chat uh, every like every Friday or something like that, um, which is kind of nice. Get to talk to each other, but uh, yeah, I I've only seen them like twice. I don't have a washer and dryer at my place, so I I kind of save up a whole bunch of laundry and then I'll go over there and do laundry, just trying to cut down only on trips. Try. I hope you have a lot of laundry. Well, yeah, I've been saving up like like two weeks of laundry. <laughs> you go and do it two you know two more weeks. <laughs> So well, two weeks has felt like uh, four months. With how long this is, it just feels like time's going by so slow. Yeah, well, I mean, well, I was in. It's like 
I was in France until about mid March and then um yeah, I've been kind of locked down since. So I, I I've seen them just for essential trips. Like they always invite me over for dinner and I keep telling them like, no, I can't come over for dinner. You don't get it. Yeah, I I um I mean it's great that, you know, you have you know, for all of us who are you know, smart and sophisticated and educated that have an iPhone, you know, we have that <laughs> capability of FaceTime. And it's like me and one of my friends was talking about that I love FaceTime, but I hate it at the same time. Like, it's so convenient, but I hate that it's come to the point to where, like, I have to be able to FaceTime my mom because my mom is a high risk. She's over 50 years old and she's also got diabetes. Oh yeah. So she and she's also got iron deficiencies, and I mean she's just got she's not a healthy person, and so she she hasn't gone anywhere, and she's just like she it's starting to drive her nuts. And we were facetiming it like a week or so ago, and she's just like, all I know is you're the first person I want to see when this is all over. Right, I got a whole family waiting to see see uh the newborn yeah i mean it, it it just it sucks that you you can't that it's come to that kind of decision where you literally have to see your loved one through a video chat or through the window if they bring you something you know it's in, <laughs> that's how it's been really no like that's uh, my mom I need, I forgot stuff when I came out here. So I had my mom bring me stuff and she brought my grandma and uh, I only brought the baby out so they could see her. They didn't hold her. They stood back. But grandma's like 80. She's going to like die, but I just can't risk it, you know? And so I, I showed her and my grandma, I could tell she wanted to hold her so bad. I could only just show her because because we had to be safe. So it was it was a pr- pretty hard moment yesterday because my grandma she's not the nicest lady. So to see her be that nice was uh, a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, it kind of it just like uh, and then you see all the videos of people whose um, birthdays it was during the COVID when everything was locked down and everybody driving through and giving them a drive through birthday and honking their horns. Like, it's sad that it has to come to that, that you can't literally see your friends when it comes to that point. Right. No, and it really is. like It's like we, we got lucky. We were actually able to have that party. And I'm glad we had it, not even just, just for my birthday, but to have it that everybody was able to to hang out that one last time before it uh, the COVID lockdown did kick in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I haven't really... We haven't really, like, quarantined ourselves, but we also haven't really been throwing all the raging parties that we usually do. Like, yeah, we do yeah, have no, somebody over. Party, there, there was 30-plus people there easily. Easily. But, you know, if it's a couple get-togethers, well, I don't yeah, see Even during my Friendsgiving, you guys were at my Friendsgiving. We had, like, 25 people in that little condo. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, no, that was a good one. Yeah, exactly. You know? And so I was glad that we were able to do that because I'm missing it, you know, even still with Jordan being pregnant, I don't know how many I would get to, but it's, you know, now that she's, she's not, it's like, I know she's going to want to get out soon. Hopefully we can, we can. Yeah. You know, I've been, uh, it's been crazy not to fucking hang out with you guys, especially, I mean, it was just, it was so weird, but you know what? I mean, at least, at least she had gotten pregnant during the winter months because nobody wants to do anything during the winter anyways. It's boring. <laughs> yeah, no, it worked out. It worked out, but uh, the coronavirus and the the Japanese wasp is really killing stuff, or the Japanese hornet. <laughs> Yeah, but that's in Washington. They haven't had anything here yet. Oh, I know, but it's coming. <laughs> you know, I mean, if, if they're just, is there anything else that 2020 would like to throw our way? <laughs> Godzilla. <laughs> I swear, I'm just like, God, you know, we can't catch a break this year. This year has just been a shitty year for everybody. I heard in Ireland, Nessie actually came out of the lake and she got him. There's no more Ireland. <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah, I don't know. It'll get back to normal, I'm sure, eventually. It'll take time, I'm sure. But no, but And at least baby. you guys had a May baby, so she's a tourist, just like me. So that just yeah, means no, that I... she's just going to be fantastic. Mm. Yes, she will. <laughs> she's my little Jedi. A little Jedi. Uh-huh. My Charlie yeah. Chewbacca. Yeah, I like Star Wars anyway, so I thought it was I thought it was clever. I'm a nerd. I like any any uh, nerd stuff, so it was perfect. Uh Chico Jabaya would have been good, but I already have too many tequila drinkers uh in the family, including me. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been a good day also. That's my friend Warren's birthday is that day. Oh, okay, yeah, guitar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, him. Okay, I don't know if you guys had ever met. Yeah, oh, well, he was at oh, his we birthday. we went to his birthday in Bountiful. Oh, yeah, for his birthday also. Well, and he was at your birthday party too before the whole lockdown. Yep, no, I, yeah, he was there. But yeah, we went to his birthday when it was at uh, Sean's house in Bountiful, I think his name was Sean. Yeah, something. Some piece yeah, of shit. I remember that. I remember. I totally remember. I totally forgot you guys were there at that party. I still have your knife, by the way. You need to come get that. Yeah, no, I am because it's like a ninety dollar knife. <laughs> oh, it is. Okay, well then I'm keeping it. Uh-uh. No, that was a, that was actually a brand new knife too. Uh, well. Now you guys gotta come. You gotta come visit if you want it back. I know. I was gonna hit you up yesterday, but or the let's see, Tuesday maybe. I was gonna hit you up, but I didn't end up leaving, and so I just came out here. I was gonna go to Lewis's, but uh, I did. I'm just doing that because I wanted my knife. Because yeah, that's an expensive knife. 
Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know, Corbin, are you ready for things to be back to normal? Um, I'd, I'd like him to be, but I think uh, we need to still sit down for a little while longer. And if everyone just stays home for a little bit, we'll cut it down so less people have to die. And then we can reopen in a party. Well, you know what? I, I mean, yeah, I would love it. To <laughs> like, I'm always open for a party. <laughs> I'm but no, I no, and that's, you know, that's why I mean, Jordan came out here is just to try to hunker down more like. We just want to be safe and want to make sure that the baby's safe and it sucks, but you know, it'll get back to somewhat normalcy eventually, probably after the election. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so I'm super excited for it to get back to normal. Yeah. How long are you guys going to stay out there for you, Sam? Um, we'll go back Tuesday because we have to take the baby back to the hospital for her. She has another test she has to do a week after they did it. So they did it Tuesday. So we'll leave here Monday. Oh, okay. Okay. So you guys will be here for my birthday, right? Um, your birthday. Yeah, it's next Saturday. What's going on on your birthday? I'm just having some people here. Killian just walked in. No, oh, yeah. He didn't even no, knock, bro. He should no. knock. It's a no knock policy. Wow, I know. See that, bro. Kevin? Disrespecting my house. Over here. Right, dude. Slap him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I see how it is. Oh, wait. That knife is brand new, so it's super buttery. <laughs> oh, are you saying I should stab him with it? I didn't say that. We're on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, so. But no, you did not say that either. <laughs> I'm just having a fire, guys. <laughs> oh, wait, what about the fire? I'm just having a fire. Oh. I'm outside. I'll send you a picture after we get off of this. I'm outside in in uh paradise. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Well, I mean I don't know. I just yeah, that's all I'm gonna be doing next week. I just invited a few people over. Yeah, I think Jordan was planning on it. I think that's our her <clears throat> first to get away and maybe have a drink. She doesn't know. She was trying to wait, but I know she was planning on going to your birthday. Okay. Well, I would love for you guys to come. So, but if it changes, it's, we got a new baby. But I know she, she was like super down for that. So, yeah. <laughs> but we'll, well see. You know, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see if uh, you know how long things will be until we get back to normal. But. Right. Have a good time. Hang up. Hang out. Have a fire. Things like that. Yeah, you know, and it's been great catching up. I mean, it's been a while, so. Right. No, but hopefully, uh, we'll get back soon and we can all start hanging out again. 
I know, but let this let's let's not have this just be your only podcast. I think you should come back and we should do more. Yeah, no, I'm super down. We can we can go into more uh, depths about uh, work if you want. I got some interesting stories about the trauma cleanup as well, so we can we there's more stuff we can definitely definitely talk about if you're interested. And then I don't have the hiccups. <laughs> I know you've been having it for the last like half hour. Dude, they haven't gone away. I've even been holding my breath as much as I can. All right. Well, for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess we can just kind of wrap up now and then uh, we can plan another one later. Yeah. Yeah. I got time next few weeks or, you know, we can do something else and we can all get together and hang out instead of doing it uh, while quarantined. <laughs> Let's take a be. Yeah, for sure. Well, Joke. Corbin, is there anything that you have to say before we end the podcast today? Uh, I don't think I have anything. Ooh. All right. Well, on that note, I guess. Guess on that note, we uh, will just until next time. All right. All right. Have All right, you had great. a tea bag? Is that what it's called? It's uh, evening tea with Zach Bear, and then fucking Corbin put on their tea bags with d bags. <laughs> I like that better. Tea bags with tea bags is way better than tea bag from a Zachary Bear. <laughs> <laughs> tea bags are deep. Yeah. Corbin, you got it right there, bud. Every once in a while, I do something right. <laughs> yeah, no. That's way better. Tea bags with tea bags. <laughs> so, cool, guys. All right. Cool, cool. All right, man. Well, we'll talk to you later. Love, love you guys. Thanks for having me on, and definitely let's do this again. Stay safe and congrats right. to the new love kid. You guys. I'll join you next time. You got it. Bye. Goodbye. Okay,